Hello and welcome to Beyond the Neutral Zone. I am Brandon, joined by my good friends Gabe, Tanner, and Ben. We are a sports podcast. This is our pilot episode, part two. The first one, we recorded the entire thing and then afterwards figured out that we had some major technical difficulties and we're not going to be able to air it. So this is the second try. So we had a dress rehearsal, so hopefully this will go really well for you guys. But we today, we're going to kind of go around the NFL. We're going to give some bold predictions about the NFL. Uh, we're going to, hopefully the bold predictions will kind of give you an idea of like what uh, kind of thoughts and kind of how our brains work as far as the NFL goes. So we're, we're, we'll, we'll do that today. Uh, but first, I'm going to go around to the guys and I'm going to talk to them a little bit about some news that's going on currently in the world of sports, some, some of the headline stuff that's going on today. So, guys, I'm first going to ask you guys about what you think about the Jim Harbaugh suspension. Uh, Michigan has self-imposed a three-game suspension on themselves, which means that Jim Harbaugh is going to miss the game against East Carolina, UNLV, and Bowling Green. So, what are your all thoughts on that? Do you think that there's a chance of him losing any of those three games? Do you think it's a big deal? Do you think it doesn't matter at all? What, what kind of what are you guys are thinking? Um. Yeah, so I definitely don't think I don't think it's necessarily a big deal. Um, I definitely think that they'll win all three of those games. Um, I understand the suspension. Um, I feel like it's probably better to have an in-house suspension than it come down from the NCAA. But um, I definitely do not think they'll lose any of those games. I think they'll I think they'll go three and zero. I think Michigan will definitely be a powerhouse. Um, you know, so I, I definitely think that they'll still be in a good position throughout the season. So I think it was a smart move. Um, kind of like, I mean, I know it wasn't like the violations weren't as big as like what Tennessee got caught with, but I think when you self-impose that whenever the NCAA is probably all over your back, that definitely helps your case. Um, so maybe it'll help them out later on if the NCAA does decide to go further with it and do some more damage, but it'll help. And like like Tanner said, they probably won't lose any of those games because right. their conference is very weak, and they all pretty much they play just their their whole season depends on how they play against Ohio State at the end of the year. And I was gonna say that. Too. And so yeah, exactly. I think they'll be yeah. fine. It, it, it's like you said, it, it's smart for Michigan to do this because they know that they're like gonna win those three games anyway, and and let's say next year the NCAA decides like, hey, he deserved a six game suspension. They already got three of them out of the way, yep. and it was three games they knew they were going to win anyway. So let's just like, all right, let's go ahead and get this out of the way. So it's whatever. I mean, it's not a big deal, but what are was... the odds? What do you think the odds are of the NCAA coming down and adding more games onto that since Michigan's done? You're talking about this season? Or I'm this? talking about this season. I, I don't think there's any chance. <laughs> you don't think there's yeah, any I, chance? Yeah, I don't think he's going to get suspended anymore this season. Yeah. Because I, I think the NCAA is still – kind of has an ongoing investigation, right? Like, mm -hmm. they're not finished with everything. Is that correct? Do you know about that? As far as I know. Okay. I honestly wasn't too aware about, like, what was going on until, I guess, they broke the news today about Michigan um, deciding to, like, suspend themselves or whatever, or suspend John Harbaugh. Yeah, I, I don't... They haven't been really clear about what rules were broken. Uh, I know there was something about him buying food for people, but I think there was more to it than that, so... I, it, they've not been really clear, but I, I agree with you. I don't think it's a big deal, but figured we should mention it because it was in headlines today. I personally don't care what Jim Harbaugh does. So I said John, I meant Jim. Oh, you said John? I, I actually, I said, I actually said John. I didn't even notice. 
Uh, all right, so I, we'll move along. Stefan Dix today. Have you guys? Did you guys guys hear about this from Stephen A. Smith today? Yeah. All right. So yeah. so for any listeners that haven't heard, Stephen A. Smith came out today and said that he has his sources that he trusts that says that he is sure that Stefan Diggs wants out of Buffalo, like as soon as possible, and he does not want to be there anymore. Later on in the day, Stefan Diggs came out and said that those statements are 100% false and that none of it is true. So, of course he's going to say that. Yeah, of course he's going to like, which Who do you believe more right here? Do you believe Stefan Diggs or do you believe Stephen A. Smith? Who do you believe? Man, you can start it. You didn't start right. last time. Um, so I tend to believe Stefan Diggs here. The only reason that I think any of that's coming up is because Stefan Diggs like claimed that he wasn't getting enough targets and everything. He wanted more targets, which he already had a ridiculous amount of that team's target share anyways. Right. But, I mean, being a number one receiver, you're always going to want more, 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 especially whenever you see all these top guys getting paid even more money now. So he's wanting to get a bigger contract eventually and all this other stuff. So I think he's just playing the unhappy game that, like, all the running backs now are playing, trying to get contracts. Like, oh, we're unhappy and we're not doing this unless you do this or we want to trade if you don't pay us this or something like that. So... I don't think he's actually meaning any of it. I think it's just bluff to get more money, which I know he's not in a contract year, right. but I'm just saying like he wants more money, more attention. He wants to be one of those top held names even more than he already is, in my opinion. I, I don't understand the unhappy card though. Like I, He's the number one receiver on one of the most prolific offenses in the entire league. So I, I don't. It's I just I don't get it. I he's not getting the attention of Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase, and he wants to be those guys. And he's, I mean, he's a great receiver, and I think he's just as good as those guys. But he's just not built like them. He's yeah. not. He's not as exciting as those guys. Yeah. Are. Like it's just those guys have a different persona to them yeah. that is going to uh, draw more attention. I just think I just think that whole situation. I just think that whole situation is getting blown out of proportion. Which I mean, that's true. Is that? Zach obviously didn't help the situation when he said what he said in the interview, but Zach. I mean, their coach. Oh, okay. Their gotcha. coach, yeah. Gotcha. Um, he obviously didn't. What help did he the say? Situation. I don't think I heard that. So, um, long story short, he was asked. You remember when kind of the story first broke about the um, about Stefan Diggs and um, why not? Can I not remember? Josh, Josh Allen. When okay. the when the story basically broke about basically them and kind of the tension that was going on between them, I don't believe that. he was asked about it in a press conference, and he basically said that it was something to be basically it was something to be aware about, or he was on edge with the situation, something of that nature, and it just like pouring gas on a fire. Like that's when the media really blew it out of proportion. I so I I personally, I mean. They've both diffused the situation. Josh Allen said on, you know, a Bustin' with the Boys podcast was talking about how, you know, he absolutely loves Stefan Diggs, everything of that nature. From my understanding, Stefan Diggs has been saying just nothing but good yeah. things about the entire situation. I just think the whole situation is getting blown out of proportion. Now, from the aspect of Stephen A sources, like if that's legit though. I don't know where I don't know where Stefan Diggs would go. Like I, I yeah. don't know the, I don't know where he would go. Exactly. If he's like unhappy that's... here, if he's unhappy with Buffalo, what where does he think he's gonna go that he's gonna be happy? I, I don't understand. Kansas City? 
Is that is that what you were about to say, Ben? He's going to join the Jets. The Jets well, <laughs> don't have any room for you. Garrett Wilson will be number one and if you go to the Jets. All right? I'll just let you know that right now. Hey, is Kansas City the only place he would be happy? I think that would be the only place. Because they have prolific, but they don't have a number one receiver. That's where all receivers go to be happy. I mean, they have Travis <laughs> Kelsey. Patrick Holmes. Yeah, true. But, but I think he would be happy there. But other than that, I don't think he'd be happy anywhere. I don't think he'd be happy with KC. I think he's in the best possible scenario you're, right now. You're probably mm-hmm. right. Yeah, you're probably right. I also think if – so he came out and said that all those reports were false. Right. If he was just saying that so he didn't sound bad, he's going to look even worse when he when he comes back and uh, requests a trade after he like said yeah. that. I don't know. So, I mean, I think I – think, I don't – Stephon Diggs hasn't done anything up to this point to make everyone seem stupid and psychotic, almost like um, Antonio Brown. Oh, I don't think anybody's going to anywhere close to Antonio Brown. (laughs) I mean, that's the first, like, psychotic person. But he hasn't done anything, like, up to this point to seem, like, stupid in that way. Yeah, so I think. I, I actually think that him and Josh Allen are boys. Like, I really do. I think they're boys. Like, I, think, I, I think they really are. I think when all the stuff came out about them, like, quarreling and fighting or whatever, would, um, for me, I took that as, like, if a brother gets mad at a brother. Like, honestly, that's some of the worst fighting people will hear because, like, they just know all of the stuff to say to just tick each other off. Of course. But then, at the end of the day, they're still brothers. Like, their relationship actually isn't going to be hurt by it. It's like... Right. Yeah, I said some stuff I shouldn't have. My bad, dude. Like, and then you dap up and you're good to go. So. I do need to walk some back. It was Sean McDermott, not Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor's the Bengals coach. Really it was Sean. Dude. It was, was Sean like, McDermott. Zach. My bad. Like, yeah, I, I was like, I'm I was thinking think of his last name right now. I was like, I, didn't, <laughs> I was I thinking, I was thinking name. of Zach Taylor, the Bengals coach. That was my fault. But okay. I, yeah. I agree, man. I don't understand. I mean, unless it's we can edit that out of the podcast. Yeah, that would be fantastic. That's not happening. Uh, It's not happening. uh, Yeah, so, I mean, unless it's somewhere like the Chiefs or, I mean, I I could, I don't see, and and this is just my personal opinion, I don't really see OBJ being in the league very much longer, so you could see him with the Ravens. I don't think he would not be happy on the Ravens. I don't think he would be either, but I'm just. the most unhappy player in the NFL if he was on the Ravens. I can promise you that. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Just ask Mar- Marquise Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Disaster. We're on the topic of the Bills, can I give one of my bold predictions? Yeah. Sure. We can throw one can out there. Start. Yeah. Go ahead. I think the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl. I, is that bold? Like, are we, like, I mean, predicting <clears throat> one team to win well, the okay. Super Bowl is bold. Let's decide. But I mean, it's like, look, look at their track record in the playoffs, though. I'm going to go look. I'm looking at the Bills. Super Bowl odds. If their odds are fifteen hundred or higher, I will allow this as a. I'll tell. While he looks this up, though, and I'll tell you this: if they don't at least make it to the Super Bowl this year, Josh Allen's on the hot seat, in my opinion. Oh, no, I think so. Oh, if he makes the AFC Championship, he's fine. Mm-mm. No. No. Crazy dude. You no. you think it's you think it's way easier to get to a Super Bowl than it actually is. Okay. No, I'm saying not. I'm not saying on the hot seat. I'm not saying on the hot seat like. As far as the Bills letting him go, I'm saying on the hot seat as far as being considered a top three quarterback in the league. Okay, That's what I'm saying. So you're saying that if the Bills win the division this year, and then let's say somehow he gets put out like after the round one by... 
that they have, he gets put out first game. You're saying that he wouldn't be called a top three quarterback winning that division. I mean, it works like that for Aaron Rodgers. So I mean, you know, Aaron Rodgers won back to back MVPs when that happens. I'm saying, look, what hey, I'm saying, two, two of those games in the playoffs, he didn't even get to touch the ball in overtime. The the overtime you're, rules. You're talking about further in the past of Aaron Rodgers' career. Oh no, no, I'm not talking. About Aaron. I'm still talking. About no, Josh he's talking, he's talking about, about. He's talking about. Josh. Oh, he's talking okay, about Josh Allen. The same thing happened to Aaron Rodgers. No, he's talking yeah. about. He's talking about Josh Allen. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying. No, I'm not saying he's on the hot seat of the Bills letting him go. Yes, he's still a fantastic quarterback. What other hot seat is but there? I'm saying maybe hot seat was the bat wasn't the right word, but I'm saying with. With how the league views him, yeah. like as a top three, as a top three quarterback in the league, at some point in time, like but, you've got to make that, you've got to make that deep playoff run. To be honest, That's what though, I'm saying. To be honest, though, right now in the NFL, top three quarterback, there is a lot of competition right now. You got Patrick Mahomes, you've got Joe Burrow, you've got Josh Allen, you got Justin Herbert. You who who am I missing here? You've got. Uh, is, there, is it all really young guys? Is there any older guys in this conversation right now? Jalen Hurts. Jalen? Nah, Jalen Hurts isn't in the top three. A lot of people are putting him in that conversation. After Bro, the Super Bowl. he made it to the Super Bowl, dude. It's you got to be doing something right. One year, and that one year team is stacked, dude. Yeah, team. And legit, not trying to, not trying to get, not trying to get off topic here, but they are like, there's a lot of talk about like that being considered one of the greatest playoff performances by a quarterback yeah, in he, Super he, in the Super Bowl. He played out of his mind. Yeah. He did. And a penalty but I, call. I need to see more. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. That's just my, that's By just the my way, personal opinion. So, while, while, while we were on an extended rant there, I did look <laughs> up the Buffalo Bills odds. They are plus 900, which means if you bet 100, you get 900. And I told you earlier it needed to be below 15% chance of happening. I believe that is just under 15%. So, I, I will elect. Let's go. So, oh, my God. So, Probable prediction. So, okay, that's that's gonna be the least bold hey, prediction out of all of them. I told so. you one of mine earlier, and you know that one I told you was yeah, super yeah, bold. That's ridiculous. That's <laughs> not gonna happen. But I will get to that. I'm throwing one out there. This is probably gonna be. Wait, you want you want to wait just a second? We've got one more piece of news that we need to cover. <laughs> okay, sorry. Finish so your. We're news. gonna cover the news, and then we'll get to this. All right. So the last piece of news: Jonathan Taylor is free to seek a trade, and it seems like the team that is most interested is the Dolphins. I'll go first on this one, I guess. Um, I don't think this is going to matter at all because what they're asking for is a first-round pick or accumulative picks that add up to a first-round pick. Right. No team is giving that for Jonathan Taylor right now. And yeah, you I shouldn't get that for any round. Yeah, I think as far as the talent-wise, like for, for running back, Jonathan Taylor is still one of the best in the league. I don't take what he did last year into much accountability. That offensive line completely fell apart. That whole team fell apart. Right. Um, so I think as far as talent-wise, Jonathan Taylor still has all the talent in the world. But they're not going to get a first-round pick or anything close to that for him right now just because of the running back market. And if they're not going to get that, they're not going to trade him. So I think all that was was a publicity stunt for them being like, hey, we gave you an option to seek trades and no one thought you were valuable. So That's actually true. Yeah, that's a good point. That's that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I completely agree with that. Anything you guys want to add to that? I'm sick of seeing running backs act like this, honestly. <laughs> I'm so tired of it, dude. Like it is so it it's annoying at this point and it's old. What, hap what happened so, to loyalty in, in in every sport? What happened to loyalty? I can't see 
I disagree with that completely because you can't. Come on. Because dude. owner, no owners are not loyal to players. So why should I, players be loyal to owners? I have one thing to add. Gave to <clears throat> Jonathan Taylor at the beginning of this season said that he was here to stay. He signed his rookie contract. He had one year left on his deal, and that he was going to play. And then he switched his um agent, and his agent was like, "Hey, dude, you're not going to get paid if you don't get paid right now." And then he started throwing a big fit saying because he wasn't there's play. there's truth to that though because well, if you if you think realistically how long do you Derrick Henry actually may be the longest the the one running back that I would say has been in his prom the longest that can still get paid the amount of money he can get paid he's not getting paid like, again like that he's not yeah. but. Any you take Derek you take Derrick Henry out of the conversation, how many true running backs are going to stay in their prime and be able to get that kind of money talent wise and performance wise of what they're bringing year after year? Look at what happened to Zeke. Yeah. He got that big pay grade, literally went downhill every single yeah. year after. So running backs, of course, are wanting that big payday because they know in three or four years. Right. After they come in the league, they're not going to get that anymore. The answer is zero. The answer is zero. None of them. Yeah. And and, and they're not going to get that big payday because the NFL franchises are too smart now. Yeah. Like, they just know the running back, like, eh, we'll just let this guy go. We'll draft a third-round running back this this year. We'll put this rookie third-rounder in there. He'll do just as good. What's going to end up happening, yeah. I think, is the Players Association and the NFL will get together eventually. Who knows yeah. if it'll be this year or next year. But they'll just, like, make running back contracts just – Instead of having the assigned slots like they do for every other position, they'll just be like, "All right, negotiate your running back contract right out of the draft." I I still think there'll be assigned amount of years for the rookie contracts for running backs, but I think it'll be one year less. So if you draft like a first year running back right now in the in the first in the first round, if you draft a rookie first rounder, uh, you you get no, it's four years or the fifth year option. Right now, right I'm now. saying for running backs. Yes, yeah, so, but they'll change that to where it's it'll be. Th- three years with a fourth year option yeah and if you draft them in the second round it's just three years period you don't even get a fourth op- fourth year option so i think it'll just knock one year off which i think will help a lot that that will help too and that'll bring some of the running backs being brought back into the first round being picked as well because i know this year we had Bijan and jameer but those were just two yeah insane talents yeah but um I think that'll help a few more running backs kind of get bumped back into the first round if they do that as well. Because then it gives them an extra year, kind of like a quarterback value. Like, you get an extra year of that guy without having to pay him. Right. And then you can just be like, well, we've got four years out of you. And then you might be right back in the same situation. But at least you got a first-round contract out of it. So. Yeah, I I think it'll make a difference for sure. But yeah, I don't know when that's going to happen. I don't know when they renegotiate that. I don't know how many more years is left on that current. I, I have no idea. We'll we'll find out though. It's going to continue to be a big deal. It's going to be annoying, like Gabe said. It's 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 old already. Yep. So, all right, Ben. Since you were so eager to to start your bold prediction, uh-huh. let's, let's hear your first one. By the way, guys, a, a kind of general idea of how like we should do this is probably have three of them that you really like. And start with your least bold one and build up to your most bold one. Oh, well, I was going with my most bold one right off the bat since Gabe was being a little like. Yeah, Ben was. I mean, shy Gabe was very passive. Yeah. I mean, my goodness. Uh, so, yeah, okay, go with your bold. Do whatever right. order you want. Um, it's fine. 
I think the Saints will be in the NFC Championship. Dad, come it, Ben. Son of a one of the ones that I wanted to do is the <laughs> NFC. The NFC Saints will have the one seed. The Saints will have the one seed in the NFC. That was one of the ones That's I literally. literally that was one of mine also. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe you. I literally put it in my notes right here, dude. Saints going to the playoffs with the number one seed. Are you serious? Saints <laughs> <laughs> not playing. We'll play on the Saints, apparently. Holy cow. All right, Ben, I, go ahead. I think that roster is just being slept on entirely, dude. They still, I still believe in Alvin Kamara. I think he's still a top running back. I mean, he's probably top 10 still, in my opinion. I don't think he's up pushing five anymore, but I think he's still a top 10 running back. Um, Chris Olave is great. Michael Thomas is coming back if he can stay healthy. I think Derek Carr at QB is a bigger upgrade than people actually think it is. And their defense, as as it's not as good as it used to be, but it's still a very solid defense. And that division is wide open, too. So they have, like... That division's terrible. Yeah, they're going to get five wins in their division minimum. Yeah. So, if not, all six. So I would love to add more than that. But, uh, I mean, you pretty much covered it all there. I don't I don't have anything to add to that. You guys have anything you want to add to that? I mean, when did Alvin Kamara suspended three games? Uh, I think it was just two, but it might be three. It might be three. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, and honestly, even without Alvin Kamara, I think they're going to be fine. Yeah. I mean, they have Jamal Williams, too, who's a great backup. Yeah. So, I mean, I completely agree with everything you just said. Is that strict? Okay, let me ask you this, though. Is that strictly because of the Derek Carr edition? Or would you still feel like that without Derek Carr? Derek Carr definitely plays a role in that because I don't think people realize how good the Raiders' offense was last season with Derek Carr. Their defense was horrendous, but their offense was still really good, which I know you can say, yeah, Devontae Adams and Darren Waller, but Darren Waller didn't play a lot last season. So... He had Devontae Adams, and then Josh Jacobs went off, and he had a great season. But I think Derek Carr definitely plays a big role in that. Um, they lost, I think they had um, the highest, like, one possession losses. So you could say maybe he's not clutch, but then if you actually look at it, he's actually leading the league right now in um, fourth quarter comeback drives. He has the most fourth quarter it's a very comeback drops. Interesting stat to me. That just tells me that he's been losing more games, like he's been behind. Well, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Y'all though, see, but see, you his say defense that sucked. Yes, that's true. The, the Raiders' defense was terrible. <laughs> Holy cow! You say that about the Saints, though. I feel that about the Vikings, bro. Okay, well, we'll get I to feel the with that about the Vikings. I want actually. to keep talking about the Saints for a second. Yeah, for, like, for me. For me, it's not about Derek Carr. Derek Carr's fine. I think he's a very I like. I think he is an upgrade from last year for sure. And that roster is so good. Like yeah. it is ridiculous how good that roster. Like they're like not as quite as good as the Eagles, but they're they're there. <laughs> they're right there. And the Eagles have a much tougher division than the Saints do. Yeah. So so yeah, I completely agree with everything you said there, Gabe. Why did you have the Saints as the number one seed? I just kind of went the gut feeling, honestly. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I was trying to a team that like was very like under the radar. Um, that I think it is it more is it going to happen? More than likely not, but right. like it's a good possibility. Like I could easily see that happening with Derek Carr. The only thing that worries me is um, their head coach. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember their head coach's <clears throat> name, but I think he's the he's the defensive coordinator that was there for forever. I think he does just fine. I know he had Tom Brady's number. I remember that. 
Yes, that was <laughs> awesome. Tom Brady got yeah. pissed at him, man. That was so yeah. funny. Or maybe Andy Dalton just made him look bad like the last couple of years. So either way. That's true. Andy so, Andy I, I you probably remember this, Tanner. I thought Andy Dalton was gonna be like a decent NFL quarterback. Like his money was on the Cowboys. He's and, a decent backup. And with the Saints. And like I thought he was gonna do good. <laughs> and he did terrible. I was like, Oh my god, dude, just like just be competent, man. Like that's all like it, oh man, it was bad. All right, moving on. Tanner, what is what give us a bold prediction? What do you got? So Y'all can probably y'all probably see this coming, but y'all probably see this coming. But I've got, I've got the Jets. I've got the Jets with the first C going into playoffs and losing their first playoff game. Okay, so I've got that, and it is strictly, it is strictly because I do not trust Aaron Rodgers. That's what it is. So that is strictly because I do not trust Aaron. We'll allow this as a bold prediction if you're saying that exactly is going to happen. Yes. Yes. They are going to get the one seed and they're going to lose their first game. Yes. That exactly is going to happen. Yes. I I will say that because I do not I do not trust Aaron Rodgers. Let me read you this stat. So I saw this stat. I saw this stat earlier, bro. So I'm sure that we all know that since Aaron Rodgers won his last Super Bowl, he has went seven and nine in the playoffs since then. I saw this stat. That's not pull, crazy. Let me pull it up. For like how people talk about Aaron Rodgers, though, like he's the second coming. Yes, that's crazy. Well, I mean, the like, team, there's a team game going on. Let me see. So in the playoffs, Aaron Rodgers started nine drives with with less than a six point deficit in the fourth quarter. A touchdown would have given the Packers a lead or the win. Rodgers only scored one, uh, only scored one touchdown on one of those nine drives. The Packers lost seven of those eight games. Like Aaron so Rodgers all... was the only player on the Packers. You're not counting the games that he went down and got a field goal, though. You're not counting those. I'm sa- I'm sa- but he lost seven. He lost seven of those eight games. Okay. That's my big thing. Because You're... here's here's my here's my thing, and here's my entire thing with Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Yes, I am not denying that he is a fantastic quarterback. Yes, I am not denying. I will even give it he's probably one of the greatest regular season quarterbacks of all time. But the reason that I consider Tom Brady the greatest quarterback of all time and the GOAT is because in sports, you've got to update your resume. You have to. You have to update your resume. All of the continuous Super Bowls. Let me finish. But what did he... Okay. (laughs) How many? And I will give you. Okay, so I'll give you that. I will give you that. But that's regular season. How many times has he had the first seed and lost in the play and lost in the playoffs? Like at some point, you have to update your resume. Go back and look at his fourth quarter stats in every single one of those in every single one of those games. You have to update your resume. That's what Tom Brady's done. The continuous Super Bowls in his twenties, thirties, and forties. Aaron Rodgers has not done that. And that is my big that is my big thing with Aaron Rodgers, and I'm so sick of everybody talking about the team, the the team and the defense. And fa- I like I'm tired of it. You had the exact you had the exact same team when you had the number one seed that you had in those playoff games when you couldn't get it done. I'm, like at no, some he point, he has never had a defense like he had. The last time he had a defense like he has this year, that's when they won the Super Bowl. That was the last time he had a defense this good. If they had that exact that exact you know? same, you're you're missing a point. That exact same defense for countless years has given you the number one seed going into the playoffs. And he has not... What exact same defense? He hasn't been with this defense. I'm saying the... Oh, 
I'm saying the defenses he's that he's had to give him those year, first seeds. But he earned those one seeds by himself. It wasn't his defenses weren't good. So he has not had defense. Like okay. anyway, so but go to go off what you said. He, yes, he has lost more since that Super Bowl than he's won, and there have been some fourth quarters that he underperformed. I will give you very that. much, so. especially. I don't remember if it was last year. No, last year they didn't make the playoffs. The the year before, in that fourth quarter against the 49ers, and it wasn't just the fourth quarter, that whole game, Aaron Rodgers was terrible. Aaron Rodgers was the reason they lost that game. That The Packers team was better than the 49ers team. Aaron Rodgers lost that game by himself. He was that bad. And I am the biggest Aaron Rodgers homer there is. But he lost that game by himself. He was that bad. Um, but before that, all those losses were not his fault. Like, he, he did what he needed to do. And now, and here's the thing. Playoff football, the reason why everybody loves NFL playoffs is because we don't know who the heck's going to win the games. It's, it's, it's A lot of it is luck. You've got to get lucky in the playoffs. The ball bounces this way, ball bounces that way, deflection here, dropped interception there. Like, all kinds of crazy stuff happens in the NFL playoffs. You've got to get lucky to win the Super Bowl. You, even if you have the one seed, you've got to win three games, and at least one of those three games, something's going to have to happen for you to get lucky. For you to win that Super Bowl overall, you're gonna have to get lucky. Um, Aaron Rodgers just doesn't get lucky. It's that simple. Part of it now, part of it now, a, a, a lot of times you form your own luck. Now, this is something Tom Brady's good at. Tom Brady is good at forming his own luck because even when things look bad, he doesn't give up and he doesn't get a bad attitude. Now, kind of a bad attitude, but a productive bad attitude. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, if if he gets down and out, he's done. Like, if, if things start spiraling out of control, going bad, he can't recover from that. Tom Brady could. That was That's what makes Tom Brady better than Aaron Rodgers as far as the GOAT debate. Tom Brady could recover from things going bad, and he could recover and make things turn good in the end. If things are spiraling out of control for Aaron Rodgers, he's not recovering from that. I'll give you that. Then a lot of times that has, especially the last five years of his career. But the earlier part of his career, from 2010 to, like, 2017 – those years, Aaron Rodgers played well enough to win the Super Bowl all of those years. He was he was the best quarterback in the NFL, period, during that time. And But he just, things didn't go right. He had a bunch of bad luck with overtime. He never won the coin toss, ever. He, he never got to touch the ball in any of those overtime playoff games. And we can, I've never, you all cannot forget about that playoff game against the Seahawks. Where the Seahawks, in the NFC Championship game, where the Seahawks went to play against the Patriots and they did the dumb thing where they didn't let Marshawn Lynch run at the one yard. So the NFC Championship, the Packers were winning by like like three possessions with like four minutes to go. And the defense just collapsed. Aaron Rodgers isn't even on the field. And the Seahawks have to kick an onside kick. And a guy with the last name Bostick, that Bostick botched it, literally. He botched the ball. He's not even supposed to go for that ball. That was Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson's supposed to go up and jump. It's Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson's going to get the freaking ball, okay? <laughs> Some dude that's supposed to block for Jordy Nelson jumps in front of Jordy Nelson to go catch the ball and gives the game to the Seahawks to go to overtime. Goes to overtime. Guess who wins the coin toss? Not Aaron Rodgers, because Aaron Rodgers doesn't win the coin toss ever. <laughs> so the Seahawks win it, and they go down, score a touchdown, win the game. Because the Packers' defense just gave it away. So, yes, recently Aaron Rodgers has let the Packers down. But there were several, several years that he could have won the Super Bowl if anything had gone right for him at all. Um, so, I think, past five years, Aaron Rodgers overrated. The past five years, he's been overrated. 
the first 13 years of his career or whatever, underrated. He was he was the best player in the NFL during that stretch. Period. And, and, that, and he deserved I, more than one Super Bowl during that time. I understand, like I understand what you're saying, but even by what you just said right there, the past five the past five years, he's he's overrated. Right. That Bucks game, I'm sorry, you you can't. The last two NFC championships that he has went to, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure the last two or three NFC championships he has went to has been at Lambeau. No, no, I I know the Bucks one was. There's the Bucks one when, wasn't. No, it was at Lambeau. No, that one that one was in Tampa Bay. The the, the two after that playing against the 49ers, both of those were in Lambeau. That's right. Yeah. That's right. The Bucks the Bucks one was the one that I'm thinking of. Yeah. But you can't tell me that he should not have brought that Bucks game home. I'm sorry, he should have. Yeah, no. If you look at that final drive, so that's my that's my entire point. Like, what has Aaron Rodgers done? What has Aaron Rodgers done to give me faith that he can actually that he can pull off that deep playoff run? Because and that's the that's the exact same thing that I'm talking about. Number one seed, he's gonna take him to the number one seed. It honestly wouldn't even surprise me if he won the MVP. Like legitimately, I'm saying that right do you, now. Do you want to add if, that to your bowl prediction? I will add that to my bowl okay. prediction. So like Jets, it would Jets not surprise Aaron Rodgers MVP. It yeah. would not surprise me if he won the MVP legitimately. Okay. But I one thousand percent believe one he will I he will not make it past one playoff game okay. because what has he done to show me that he can make it and lead his team to a playoff game besides having this fantastic defense now he he finally has his defense i think i i just think you're under uh i don't know what the wor- exact word i'm looking for is but you're you're undervaluing the luck in playoffs there is a lot of luck in playoffs, man. Like, there's just... There's so you're telling me every single one... No. Every single one of Tom Brady's game-winning drives. No, 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 every no. one just... Okay, there... Every single one... Okay. But, there's a lot of luck but in Tom still, Brady's do you know? Do you know <laughs> how many game-winning drives that Aaron Rodgers has in the playoffs? I mean, he hasn't had a chance very many times, dude. I mean, How they, many game-tying drives does he have? Because he's had a lot of tying drives. I don't drives. know if he's had a lot of tying. It, it, and also, it kind of depends on like how much time you're considering uh, like in the fourth quarter left. Like, I, I, I have seen so many times where the Packers get the ball back down by a possession with like less than one minute. And Aaron Rodgers marches down the field, pulls miracles out of his butt. Regular season, though. No, I'm thinking of playoff games. He's, he's had two. Games? He's had two. Yeah, that, that was Cowboys my thing. Fan? He's had two game-winning drives. They in the playoffs. Okay. They were both against okay, the Cowboys. You're not talking. To, look, this this one that I'm about to tell you mm. is the most miraculous comeback drive ever, and that's not counted in that list. The Cardinals game. There, it's there. There's less than a minute left. They got. I think I got sack or something happened. Anyway, it's like fourth and like sixteen on on like his own ten yard line. And he scrambles back into and there's like 30 seconds, maybe less, there's going to be 20 seconds left in the game. Scrambles back into his own end zone, throws up a Hail Mary from his own end zone, gets caught at the 50-yard line. Timeout, 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 timeout. So one Hail Mary. Next play, there's like seven seconds left. Next play, scrambles around, rolls to his left, throws up another Hail Mary, catches another Hail Mary to tie the game, goes to overtime, loses the coin toss again. Every time he goes to overtime in the playoffs, he loses the coin toss every time. And he doesn't touch the ball again. He pulled the most miraculous comeback drive of all time, and nobody remembers it because he lost a coin toss. What do you, what do you say to that? I mean, as, look, I was all for it legitimately. 
I was all for, well, I was mixed about the whole. You want to do a bold prediction? Tell me you're you're going to see somebody do a double Hail Mary this season. That's a bold prediction. I will see it. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill is going to pull it off. No, but in all, like I was, and I know I talked to you guys about this. I was half and half kind of about them moving to the after the after the Bills Chiefs game when they moved to where if a field goal is scored, both teams get a possession. I was ha- I was half and half on I don't, that I, the both, because after a field, that was that that rule change came way before that Bill Chiefs games. Where yeah, after, now it's even if the team scores. A yeah, touchdown now even if there's a touchdown. When did they? The the field goal thing that happened like ten years ago. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh when did but they? But most teams still go for like you don't see it a lot because teams they're going for the touchdown now. So you don't it still doesn't make that big of a difference, especially with teams like the Chiefs and the Bills. Um, but they just changed like this. Is next, last year was the first year where that rule change been? After? No, after after the Chiefs Bills game, they changed it to where if a no, they changed it to where even if a team in the playoffs, if a team scores a touchdown, the other team still gets the ball. It was yeah. last year because last year the, the Bills year. lost to the Bengals this year. Yeah. Yes. So yes. So now even if somebody scores a touchdown, the other team still get. And this is only playoff regular season. Yeah. Doesn't apply. But in playoffs, if one team gets a touchdown. The other team still gets the ball. Yeah, but, yeah. But if they go score a touchdown and tie the game, then the next score wins. Yeah. So if you honestly, if I was, like if it was Bills Chiefs, if I had off two offenses that were that talented, and I won the coin toss in that situation, I think I'm giving the other team the ball. I'm giving them if I just know we can't stop them and they can't stop us. I'm giving them the ball, letting them go score first. That way, I know I've got four downs all the way down the field, and when I score a touchdown, I'm going for two to win the game. So, so I, I don't think anybody's going to do that because if it fails, they're going to get ridiculed. Bad. Like the media mm-hmm. will just tear them apart. But actually, like mathematically, that's the correct thing. To do. I think if a team was playing a team like the Chiefs or the Bills, that they knew they that offense is just so prolific, or the Bengals, like right. that offense is so prolific, you're not putting that offense back on the field. I think you trust your offense more than you trust your defense in that scenario, depending on the team. I mean, if it's the Steelers, they probably put their defense on the field. But, I mean, like, if you don't have a great defense, you're putting your offense in a two-point conversion there. Yeah, I agree. All right, I'll... No, uh, okay, you got no go ahead. Go ahead. You're done? I have a one just random topic to throw in there. It came up at work today. Uh, ben, does this no. have anything to do with Yes, football? it does. So <laughs> me and my friend um, at work, we were loading um, lumber onto our trailer. And the forklift driver at Lowe's, him and his friend were randomly talking about who they thought were going to win the Super Bowl. And the dude's like, oh, I'm putting like $100 that the Jets are going to make it to the Super Bowl. And then whenever I get the money from them making it to the Super Bowl, I'm putting all that money on them winning the Super Bowl. And I was like, what in the world? I mean, you could just put it on them winning the Super Bowl. Well, he's saying he's going to make that money first. And then once they make it, he's going to put it on them the winning The odds Super Bowl. should work out to where it's about the same. Yeah, but way. anyway, he was. Uh, I was asking him why he was a Jets fan. And he was like, oh, I'm just... I'm in love with Aaron Rodgers. He was like, I'm not even going to lie about it. So he this was, like, was a Lowe's employee? Yeah. Okay. He was like, that's 100% why. And then uh, he was asking us about who we liked. But I, it just had to do with the Jets. So it was... Okay. I'll, let, I'll let it slide, Ben. It was just relevant <laughs> enough. That was a waste of 10 seconds, honestly. It, it was a waste of 45 seconds, actually. <laughs> right. I just... I Like, at some point... And, like, I've talked to you guys, so y'all know I feel this way. Like... At some point, defenses do need to be held. And I'll give you that. Defenses, if you're an NF, 
And NFL defense has got to step up and make a stop. You just have to. Like, you've got to step up and make a stop. The rules but on the flip players. side, on the flip side of that, don't let it get to the fourth quarter. Or don't let it get not don't let it get to overtime. Don't let it get to OT. I mean, the, like the at NFL, the same time. Don't the let NFL, it get to OT. The NFL like, is so even, dude. Like it's kind of designed to go to OT. Like it really is. Um, and a lot of times you don't have a choice. Like if teams are scoring in the last thirty seconds and they got a chance to either kick an extra point to go to overtime or go for two, especially if they're playing against somebody like the Chiefs or the Bills, they're gonna go for two. They're going for that win right there. They're not going to overtime. Uh, but most there's a lot of situations where you don't get that opportunity. The, the last time you scored, there was like ten minutes to go in the game, so you don't really have a choice on that. Um, so I like, just feel, I feel like we're taking I feel like we're taking we're letting Aaron Rodgers off the hook for bad fourth quarter play not, using I, the defense excuse, I, using not. the special the, teams excuse. The like, past the past five years, Aaron Rodgers has been most of the reason why the Packers have not made it back to the Super Bowl. It's mostly his fault. Uh, Yo, mute your watch, bro. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> hey, it is muted, Wesley. actually, but she still... <laughs> Siri found something on the web. But, so, but. I, I, I'm done with the Aaron Rodgers conversation now, but, like, one more... Like, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, like I said, past five years, he is most of the reason why the Packers have not made it back to the Super Bowl. I, I actually think for the past two seasons, I think the not, not the... not Jordan Love's rookie year, but I think the past two seasons... The Packers would have been better with with Jordan Love than Aaron Rodgers. I, I I mean that's a hot take, but I swear, dude, Aaron Rodgers. Is that had, one of your bold predictions? Well, I mean I don't really know how to make that a bold prediction, but like it's already when happened. it's already passed. Yeah, that's all so, you can make that a prediction. So Aaron Rodgers was bad. Like even like his second MVP, like his first MVP with Jordan Love's rookie year, Aaron Rodgers was might have might have legitimately been the best player in the NFL that year. His second MVP. He wasn't that good. It was his touchdown to interception. Yeah, he just put up crazy stats. He really wasn't that good. I um, think that was the year he went like thirty-seven and four. Or something yeah, like it was. That. It's like crazy. It was, yeah. Um, but yeah, the man, he he hasn't been good. But anyway, I'm, I'm we're done with Aaron Rodgers. I know how you can make that a bold take. Oh my God, Ben! Well, Will the Packers finish with a better record this season than they did last season? I don't think that's bold. That's that's definitely more than a fifty percent chance of happening. Like that's not bold. Is it? Yeah, it is. Okay. Their win total, like over under, I'm pretty sure is at like like eight and a half. So that means they that won means, eight last season. But maybe. that means a fifty fifty, if it's eight and a half. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Like, let's move on. Yeah. Anyone that's not an Aaron Rodgers, Jets, or Packers fans, probably like, dude, can we move on? <laughs> if they're listening. So I, I'm gonna start off with, uh, probably not. I'm not gonna do my boldest one yet. All right. I'm gonna do one that is. It is very bold though. Garrett, okay, there's two parts to this one. Garrett Wilson leads the league in receiving touchdowns as part one, while Chris Olave, two Ohio State receivers, Chris Olave leads the league in receiving yards. Chris Olave leads the league in receiving yards, and Garrett Oof. Wilson leads the league in receiving touchdowns. Both of those happen. That's bold. It is bold. Yeah. But uh, could, you, could you see that happening? Break down why. Break, okay, so one. I'll start with Chris Olave. Chris Olave, Derek Carr. Last year, with Devontae Adams, even with a terrible Raiders team, Devontae Adams had a great year. I don't think Devontae Adams led the league in receiving yards, but I think he was probably like third or something like that. I think Chris Olave's got more juice right now than Devontae Adams does. And the Saints are just, in general, a better team. Also, Chris Olave, I think Michael Thomas is trash. I, Michael, I don't, Michael Thomas is going to catch some passes, but I, don't, I legitimately think Hunter Renfro took more receptions away from Devontae Adams than Michael Thomas is going to take away from 
uh, Chris Olave. Plus, they had Darren Waller, which Darren Waller was hurt a lot last year. Uh, the Saints don't have a tight end like that. Uh, so Chris Olave is going to get fed a lot. Derek Carr is going to throw some bombs to him. Chris Olave is going to make those plays. So I'm not guaranteeing, but I, I think it's very possible. Garrett Wilson is easier for me. Garrett Wilson, that's an e this is an easier explanation for sure. Just think of Aaron Rodgers with Devontae Adams at the Packers. It's that simple. And when they get to the red zone, he's throwing. he doesn't care if he's triple covered. He is throwing to that guy 100%. And they're going to put the ball exactly where it needs to be. And Garrett Wilson is going to make that play. So you think that connection is going to be that strong immediately? Yes, I do. I think it's going to be that good. He, he probably is not going to put up like as crazy numbers as Devontae Adams did like with his best year with Aaron Rodgers. But it's going to be close. It, it may be better. I think Garrett Wilson, this is crazy, but like not right now, but over the course of his career, I think Garrett Wilson is a, bear, a better talent than Devontae Adams is. I think he's the same route runner as Devontae Adams, but he's got better speed. He's He's got the same hands, same route running with more speed. That's Garrett Wilson. He's that good. I really feel that way. Mm, and, and Aaron Rodgers has been talking up Garrett Wilson like crazy. And Aaron yeah. Rodgers doesn't do that unless you are the guy. You're, you're next level. That's so that's that that's why I feel so confident. Like I, this is a really bold take that both of those are going to happen. But I I I really am not going to be shocked if this if that actually happens. Not at all. Just to put this in, where do you think Jackson Smith and Jigbo ranks with those two receivers? I think he's just as good. I think he's just as good as those two. Uh, I don't think Geno Smith is the kind of quarterback that's going to give him those numbers, yeah, though. Yeah, I was just asking because the uh, Ohio State coach said that Jackson Smith and Jigbo was actually the best receiver, even out too. of those three. I've heard it, too. Which is just insane to yeah. think about, that yes. those two are that talented. Yeah. And just remind everybody, Marvin Harrison Jr. is coming in next year from Ohio State as well. Yeah, like, just, that's just wide Marvel. receiver university. Yeah. Like, there's just no question. Yeah, it's wild. If you put, I think, I like the Garrett, I like... I can see the Garrett Wilson. The Chris Olave, though, that one's out there for me. Okay. Like, if you if you put any... <laughs> I, I honestly feel like if you put any other quarterback with George Pickens, he's your top receiver. George Pickens is really good. He's your yeah. top receiver. He is really good. But too. I just, I can't... I don't think he's I can't get up. behind Kenny Pickett. Like, I just can't. Yeah. Also, I don't think George Pickens is the kind of receiver that could lead the league in receiving yards anyway. I don't, he's not got that kind of body frame. He's not that kind of receiver. Dude, did you see some of the catches he, he was making he last year? miraculous catches. Like, bro, he is he's really, awesome. like... He's and awesome. I don't know what it is about the receivers, bro, but it's like Receiver University over there. You, like, like still all the saying. amazing receivers come from They've there. They've got a great like, scouting department. I, like, I don't understand how... Yeah. How... It really is like wide receiver university. Yeah, they do a great job. It can't be wide receiver university in the NFL. But you know I know what you're saying. <laughs> but yeah, that's right. I can see that Garrett Wilson one happening. All right, Gabe, give us give us your other one. Let's go. Are you, you going to um, give them a really ridiculous one now? Should I? I had to come up with another one on the fly. Should I just go okay, that one sure, out? Sure, whatever. Uh, I think Trevor Lawrence will win MVP this year. Oh, right, wow. let's, let's check the odds on that. Let's check, check it. There's no oh, way that's better. What is your reasoning behind that? <laughs> I mean, he did. He, I think he does turned have it on at the end of the season. He, that I think. I think just the team he has around him. I mean, Calvin really Calvin was gone really last year, and he's still. I think Trevor Lawrence is getting more and more comfortable um, playing quarterback in the NFL, and I think the playoff experience he had last year made him even more comfortable. 
and okay, Trevor Lawrence is fifteen hundred. So yeah, you're definitely clear. Yeah, we're good. All right, cool. Yeah, so that's one. Of them. Another thing that just to add to your point there is like last year was basically his rookie season. I don't count the season with Doug Peterson at all. Do not count that at all. But um, doesn't so, he still have Doug Peterson? No. What? What he does have Doug Peterson. Yes. Or who am I thinking of? Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. Yeah. Thank you. Like, wow. God. My mind yeah. completely. Oh, like, sorry. Like, no. Yeah, that was a wasted season. Yeah. Though. So his rookie season with Urban Meyer, I don't count that entire season. That was just awful. But so Is I count Urban last Meyer year as his rookie season. And, like, you could kind of see the progressions that he was making last season. And towards the end of the year, he was on fire. Now adding Calvin Ridley to oh, that, yeah. I could I could see it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can be... definitely see it happening, for sure. I mean, it, it would – things are going to have to go well. The Titans are going to have to probably have half their team get injured again this season. But that's – Which that's will probably well, happen. That I mean, does help. Traylon Burks, yeah. Kyle that Phillips. Second, I mean, it's going to happen. That entire division's secondary is awful. That's so yeah. Derek Stingley the is Titans... like the only notable corner in that entire division. Yeah. So. Wait, whoa, whoa. Are you talking about the South? Yes. What corner are you thinking of? <laughs> I don't even what? say like Caleb Farley or somebody. <laughs> the Titans defense is. I'm talking about Farley. corners. Yeah. Was no, a, okay. I was about to come across. Yeah, the table. no. Especially the run defense is. Oh my amazing, gosh, man! But the Titans secondary is terrible. I mean, and they have Kevin Byard. They got but... Kevin Byard playing safety is amazing, but other than him, it's awful. Yeah, it's really bad. Who, who did they play their first preseason game against? The uh... the Bears. They do stream the Bears. Game. Yeah, and they they're missing circles around the quarters. That was that was awful. Holy cow! And then everyone thought Justin Fields was like the best quarterback in the world. Those four passes has two hundred passing yards, two touchdowns. What the charges? So honestly, the more we talk about it, the more I see it happening, dude. I think it it, it is definitely possible. Yeah, I th- that's a good bet. I may bet that. I bet it for real, dude. All right, hey, so- you owe me half for that if it hits. Okay. <laughs> so since since we just mentioned the Bears, I'll go ahead and go to my next bold prediction. The Bears end the season with a top three draft pick. They're going to be either one, two, or three. They're going to be one of the three worst teams in the NFL. Are we counting the pick that they got from the Panthers no, or no, just their their pers- their actual pick? They're they're going to be one of the three worst teams in the NFL this year. Mm. I can see them finishing last in the division. I don't think they'll be the worst team in the NFL. I'm not saying the worst because well, there's a team called the Cardinals in the NFL. Yeah, I don't know if anybody's aware of them. I don't <laughs> think they'll be. <laughs> I don't think they'll be bottom three, but I do think they okay. could definitely finish last in the division for sure. All right, I'm saying bottom three. That's my bold prediction. I don't think. I don't think Justin Fields is going to be as bad as you think he's going to be, but I also don't think he's going to be as good as everyone else thinks he's going to be. That's fair. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I, I think mean, he's going to be like somewhere in the middle. He's going to be if he's overhyped as, by the media, but like we're probably not. Gonna if he's as good as the media serves. makes him out to be, that means he's going to be in the running for MVP. <laughs> I mean, my yeah. thing with There's Justin no Fields is I think he is a star player, but I don't think he is a quarterback that's going to get your team to the playoffs or have any chance of winning a bunch of playoff games. I think he himself is a star player that yeah. can win a few games for you. But he's not going to get you to the playoffs or win playoff games for you. So I, I, I was, I was eating lunch with my family earlier this week, and this conversation sums up Justin Fields really well, in my opinion. So I'm having a conversation with my uncle, and we're talking about the possibility of Justin Fields getting hurt this year, being very high. 
And his daughter, my cousin, who's like 13 years old, she she chimes in when we're talking about Justin Fields getting hurt. She chimes in and says, well, you can just put a running back back there. It'd be the same thing. <laughs> Shots fired, bro. So I was like, dang. But yeah, I think that sums it up pretty well. <laughs> oh, my goodness. They should have just signed Lamar Jackson in that case. Yeah, I mean, I think they're very similar. Lamar Jackson's a better athlete than Justin Fields. But I, I think their their play style is similar for sure. I think Lamar Jackson actually has a better NFL mind than Justin Fields does. I think he, I think he processes it a little better. I still don't think it's great. But I think Justin Fields' processing is just terrible. I don't think he sees things. I don't think he feels things. It's just a disaster. He is, over the last few years, like he's gotten better at throwing the ball. I remember, dude, his rookie season when Joe Flacco got hurt and they were in that first round of the playoffs, he literally couldn't hit someone in the chest from 10 yards away. He was nope. throwing it at their feet. Yeah, it was, it was so bad. So he has definitely progressed. But, the, I mean, Lamar Jackson's still The way you play defense too. against Lamar Jackson is the same way the Titans did that one playoff game. You just form your your mm-hmm. defensive line does not rush him. You don't rush him. You form a circle around him. You literally form a pocket. For you him. have to make Lamar Jackson beat you. By yeah. You football. form a pocket around him, and then you just stand there and just mm-hmm. wait for him to do something. Wait for him to throw the ball because that's all you have to do. Is just make him throw the ball from the pocket in the middle of the field, and it's just going to be a disaster. So, but for some reason, ever since that playoff game. I have not really seen anybody else doing that. Even the Titans. The next time the Titans played against them, they weren't doing that anymore. So I'm, I'm really confused. Well, believe time. me, I remember because yeah, that's when another game, Tannehill threw a game-losing interception and they came and basically danced on Your hate for that man is out of control. All right, let's move um, on. Ben, what is, so what is your next bowl prediction? My next one is kind of similar to yours and a team that's supposed to be pretty good just not doing well. I think the Cowboys are going to finish bottom five record in the NFL. I like it. I like it. Let's go. <laughs> you're going to hate me. And so, <laughs> bro, I know I'm going to turn off a lot of fans there because I'm sure there's going to be a lot of Cowboys no, fans. This is just, a Cowboys hate podcast. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. But um, my reason for saying that is I – I think Dak Prescott is a good quarterback, but I think he just turns the ball over a lot, which puts his defense in tough situations, which the Cowboys have an awesome defense. I'm not going to put anything against their defense. Their defense is fantastic. But um, I personally don't believe that C.D. Lamb is like one of these top receivers like he's being hyped up to be. I think he's a great receiver, but I don't think like he's – Top ten, like he's being hyped yeah, up. I, I, I don't think so either. Yeah. Top twenty, I would put him in yeah. the top twenty. There, but um, and then I really like Tony Pollard, but I don't think he has the type of like running back physique to play an entire season as the number one. He can't take now, carry. Yeah. yeah, but the good news for them is. Everything that's coming out about Deuce Vaughn right now is very positive. Have you so seen? Have you if seen he can Deuce help, Vaughn? Yeah, if Dude. Deuce Vaughn can help out with Tony Pollard and basically just do what they did last year with Zeke and Pollard, just with Vaughn and Pollard, that's possible. But I just I don't think they'll be good this year. Yeah, I completely agree. I think they're going to be terrible. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. Can I, and can I go next? Another re- go next? another reason I think that is. I think the Giants are going to be a lot better than people expect them to be. Yes. And I believe in Sam Howell. 
So, Whoa, okay, that is that that, that should be a bold. Take. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, that's kind of why I tied it in there too. Okay. Is I actually think Sam Howell is better than a lot of people realize because his running aspects that he showed in last year's game that he played, like. I didn't even think he was that good of a runner, but he still ran pretty good for mm-hmm. that game. And then he has Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson as weapons. Great weapons. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, he's got it all. And he's got Antonio Gibson in the backfield with Brian Robinson Jr., which neither one of them are, like, star-studded, but both of them together are going to be a great backfield. Yeah. So. Hey, hey, I could see that. The vision's sure. better than people think they are, yeah. and I don't believe the team is as good as people think yeah. they are. So, so you, you think- so I'm assuming that goes along with you think the Cowboys are going to finish last in their division. Yes. As well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I can see that. Yeah. All right, Tanner. Go ahead. What is it? So, dude, y'all are about to jump on me. Oh boy. Cowboys okay. win the division. Are you, are you about to back the Cowboys, bro? dude? I I don't. Oh, so I kind of I kind of <laughs> feel I kind of feel. We just know how else to be hated. <laughs> I kind of feel a little bit about the Cowboys as I feel about the Jets. I honestly think they'll finish top three in the NFC. I really do. I really do. Because and the biggest the biggest move they made, in my personal opinion, was getting rid of Zeke and getting Deuce. Because I'm t- dude, if you haven't looked at video of Deuce, he is electric, yeah, bro. He's that's good. Like, the exact word that I was He use. is absolutely he may be probably the he's I would say of all the running backs. He may be the most electric coming into this season. I, I just his feet yeah. work, how fast he sure. bro, and having Tony Pollard back him up. The only thing that worries me about the Cowboys this year, I'm not saying they're winning the Super Bowl. I honestly don't even think because just the Cowboys luck. I hate the Cowboys. I hope I'm wrong about this, but I <laughs> honestly, honestly think that they'll finish top three in the NFC. So you, I you really think do. they're going to beat out the Eagles in that division? Or do you think that division just has? Two I top could, three? I could, I could honestly see it. I could. That's I'm not crazy. saying it would happen, That's but I bold. can see it because I can see it because the Eagles lost their offensive coordinator, so that is something. It's you not. It's not. Who are y'all looking at? You, you, said, you said I could see it because like three times. <laughs> Oh, spit it out, dude. <laughs> the Super Bowl hangover. That's why. Because okay, okay. the Super Bowl hangover. Um It'll it'll definitely be Cowboys or Eagles. I don't think I think I don't, you're sleeping on the Giants, bro. And Commanders. The, both. They're both That's why Cowboys The shift in that division five. though, from like two or three years ago to now is insane. Is the division was so bad. Like, dude, it was, so it was terrible. No, when was it? Was it is three it, or four years ago that like none of ago. them that none of them were over five hundred? I think it was like two years ago. How many years in a row now has has it been that a different team has yeah, won that division? I forgot about that. That's a lot. So I mean, technically, yeah. saying the Eagles aren't going to win the division yeah. isn't even that bold of a take it's gonna, at it's this point. It's going to be the Giants. Yeah, or the commanders, <laughs> dude. People were sleeping yeah. on the. I'm dude. So what? What Miss was referencing is I don't remember exactly how many years it is, but I think it's like eight, at least eight, maybe like I, ten. It's but a it's lot. a lot of years in a row that there has not been a repeat champion in the NFC East. I don't I'm remember exactly how many years it is. So, but while Ben's looking it up, uh, how many? How many Bulper? You gave two. 
Tanner, you've given two. Two. Ben, I'll give two. You've given what was? You, oh, you're. Oh, yeah. I'll give my third bold prediction while Ben's looking that up. So this is probably my most bold one. Um, this prediction is a three-part prediction, but it all has to do with the Chargers. One, the Chargers are going to win the Super Bowl. Bold already. All right. I'm adding to that. Justin Herbert is going to hold on. Ben's trying to show me something. What's going on here? What are you looking at? I forgot what I was looking up. Sorry, guys. My <laughs> mind blanks sometimes, and this will happen. Ben was supposed to look up how many years in a row there hasn't been a repeat victim in the NFC East. And he's over here and is showing how many points did Kobe score in his last game? <laughs> it says 60. One. No, no, that's my recent search history. I, I just typed in how many, and then I forgot what I was typing in. No, I'm saying, like, go ahead and I'm <laughs> saying go ahead and type it in. Now, you just chill. That, that, okay. Right? So, anyway, so I'm back to the Chargers. Chargers are winning the Super Bowl. Um, Justin Herbert is going to win the MVP, and Brandon Staley is going to win Coach of the Year. All three of those things. Are Good grief. Oh my God. That's not your most bold one? That is. That is oh, his okay. Most that is my most bold. bold. <laughs> his most bold ones, if, I, if that wasn't it, Cardinals are going to win why. One, the team is a great team, great defense. Their defense has been great several years, but just hasn't performed well. Hope They hopefully turn it around this year to where they actually perform well this year. They add Quentin Johnson to the receiving core, which was already really good. They improved their offensive line a little bit. Their biggest addition, though, is Kellen Moore coming from yeah. the Cowboys. Yeah. Kellen Moore wants to air that thing yeah. out, and they have the players to do yeah. it now. Yeah. Justin Herbert is about to sling that football all <laughs> over the place, dude. He's going to throw for like 5,000 yards and have like 50 touchdowns this year. Like, like It's going to happen. He's going to win MVP. And they're going to win the Super Bowl. And if that, if both of those things happen, Brandon Staley has to be the coach of the year. It won't be allowed to be anybody else. So like it's it's those are all three of those are going to happen. And not only is this my boldest prediction, like this is the one that I personally think is the most likely to happen out of all the things that I just said of all my, all my bold predictions. So yes, I'm crazy, and I'm all in on the Chargers. <laughs> I'm all in on them, dude. They're going to be freaking good this year. And if they're not, you all can tag me in this and do whatever the heck you want to, and be like Brandon is the biggest idiot in the world and i will take it because i am all in on the chargers all in you've predicted them to you know, win the super bowl the past two seasons yes i have this is the year though this, this is, is the year bro you every cowboys like fan is cringy yeah. <laughs> they're gonna do it bro with with absolutely no fans the chargers don't have any fans <laughs> but they're gonna win the super bowl anyway they're gonna have no parade in the streets but it'll be okay they're gonna win the super bowl. yeah they're not gonna parade in the streets because it's flooded right now bro that's true that is true <laughs> The hurricane just hit down there. So, Did it really? Yeah. Well, it, I mean, it wasn't really. I mean, it, by the time... earthquake, too, bro. By, yeah, there was an earthquake that hit at the same time. Like, California is just about to disappear off, disappear off the face of the planet. But by the time it got... Wow, what a douchebag. It, it was just a tropical <laughs> storm, bro. As far as I've heard, I don't think there's been any deaths. So I, I, I hope not. Yeah, I, I sure hope not, too. If, if so, I'm sorry for Gabe's stupidity. <laughs> But I think everybody's fine. We're we canceled we, before we we've even actually start. got a, we've actually got a friend that lives in San Diego, and I've I've been talking to him. It seems like things are okay. So, so anyway, but prayers out to anybody that's actually having yes. like, any major uh, like house problems and property problems. It's, it it was a lot of flooding going yeah. on. But all right, who's next up? Who's got the next bold prediction? What's going on? Hey, by the way, anybody got any hate to add to, <laughs> add add on to my Chargers prediction here? Mm -mm. What do you think, Ben? The only thing that I'll say is. 
they still play in the division with the Chiefs. So, uh, Chiefs are not winning more than eleven games this season. Ooh. Okay. Dang. I mean, that's not even that bold. Yeah, it's not that bold. That that's hard to win eleven games yeah, in the NFL. But I mean, being in a division with the Chiefs, and then you have to play them twice. And then if you're going to win the Super Bowl, your path is probably going to run through the Chiefs again. Mm-hmm. and Including yeah. the Jets, Bills, yeah. Bengals. The yeah. AFC is yeah. just so stacked that, I mean, that I'm, that's really my only flaw against I'm, I'm it. I'm counting is it, on some luck. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> really my only, like, flaw on the plan is that the entire AFC is just completely stacked. Really good. And uh, one to kind of help your thing, though, <clears throat> is uh, – They've had a lot of injuries at receiver with Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Herbert himself has been hurt a lot, too. Um, I think the addition of Quentin Johnson is going to be huge. I know I said his name wrong. I can't pronounce it. And Quentin but, Johnson? Uh, pretty sure that's right. Yeah, I didn't pronounce it right, but yeah. I mean, it sounded right to me. Um, But I think that addition is huge because him himself as a third receiver is going to be a huge addition. And then He's not... He, if, he only has one kind of role. He's kind of just a deep jump ball kind of guy. Yeah. But I, I do think it will help out. <laughs> but, Especially if you have Mike Williams on one side doing that and Quentin Johnson on the other side. And then Keenan Allen is like, exactly. Whatever the heck he wants to do. And then if yeah. Mike Williams gets hurt or someone else gets hurt, I mean, he's going to be able to fill that role as well. Yeah. So. And Josh Palmer. Josh, yeah, Josh Palmer is very underrated. Yeah, he I is. Think. Yeah. Josh Palmer is legit. As a fourth receiver, are you kidding me? Holy cow. Yeah. I mean, my goodness. Yeah, I, they, they're really good, dude. I could see it. Like I said, the only flaw I have in it is just the AFC is insane. So Yeah, it is. All right, who's next up? Who wants next? All of you all have one more bowl prediction, right? I'll go. All right, you all got to hear games. You got to hear this crap. All right, let's. You already know? All right, yeah, give it, Gabe. Man, this. it's more bold than Brandon's, apparently. Oh, I think it is. I think it is. Right. Is, I think. Tom Brady's gonna come out of retirement. Shit! <laughs> Make it. No, that's not. Um, mine is Russell Wilson. It's going to lead all quarterbacks in rushing yards this season. In rushing yards. Listen, no, the Broncos is hot garbage. So he's gonna be running for his life, and he's gonna be running the ball. He's slimmed down. In the, in the off season, I can't tell if you're being serious. There's no way you actually. Just like, hey man, I'm just trying to be bold at this point, dude. In a league with Justin Fields, Lamar Jackson, Anthony Richardson, and Jaylen Russell Hurts. Wilson, Jalen Hurts, you think Russell Wilson is going to lead quarterbacks in rushing yards? Hey man, I'm sticking with it. At this point, I'm just going to stick with it. I will add to. my bold statement that Trey Lance has more rushing yards than Russell Wilson. <laughs> the 49ers will come up with some package to put Trey Lance on the field, and he'll end up with more rushing yards than Russell Wilson. Oh, my God. That's another team I feel like y'all are sleeping on. I was driving today, and I about pushed <laughs> in the world, dude. Oh, we should have saved that one for last. That would have been a great oh, last. Let's just say this right now. If that does happen, we're taking this clip and we're posting it all <laughs> over the place. Oh, Gates it into existence. To ESP. Everybody. <laughs> oh, dude, even no. bold predictions, I'm giving you a bold prediction. Yeah, it's a bold prediction. More than likely not, but <laughs> can I personally see it happen through my 
Navy blue and orange colored lenses. Yes. All right, man. Uh-huh. I mean, it, it's bold. We can't. Yeah. We can't say. Just say it, bro. It's bold. Oh man. All right. Who's next? What you got. You going, Tanner? I got one, but I don't. This is my boldest prediction. Okay. All right. It could but be any more bold. I don't want to. No, it's not. I don't. Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to say it because I feel like I'm jinxing it. Are you? Are you gonna say the Titans are gonna win the Super Bowl? No, okay. that's not what I was gonna say. Oh gosh, Dude, I don't want to say it because I feel like I'm gonna jinx it. Who cares? Just my my feelings have kind of been a little numb to this point because of the injuries that we've already sustained. And I was saving oh, this. I was saving yeah. this for the podcast. Maybe that's why I didn't tell it. you guys. But I've got. The Titans, top three seed, making it to the AFC Championship. Oh, okay. Because top three seed, okay. Top okay. three, top three seed, making it to the AFC Championship. All right, that's bold. Okay, I'll look. That's because see that for sure. With the moves that the Titans have made this year, it wasn't that something? Something about it? Something about it, looking? Looking from like wait, wait, hold, a hold Titans on a fan in. What? Oh wait, okay, no, that wasn't you. I was about to say, didn't you say that Trevor Lawrence was going to win MVP? But that was Gabe. No, okay. no, right, no. So no. I've okay. still got. I've still <laughs> got. I'm saying top three. I've okay. still got the. I've still got the Jets getting the first seed and losing in the first round. But okay. we won't go back to that. All right, so but Titans top three seed. It just this, this feels this feels different, like to me as a Titans fan, because looking at it from a Titans fan in. One which isn't new. I mean, everybody's sleeping on the Titans this year. You believe in? We Ryan literally no. Well, that <laughs> hold on. Actually, I have a that, question. Hang on, let me finish first. So the Titans, I truly, truly believe, even with the corners, Sean Murphy, Bunting, Christian Fulton, even with all those guys, the Titans still have a top five defense in the NFL. I would say they, you can make an argument for even top three the in the NFL. One thousand percent. They got the best though. rush defense for sure. With with the addition with the addition of DeAndre that opens up Traylon Burks, where that completely opens up the passing game. That opens up Derrick Henry even more. I genuinely think, and it just it has a vibe of like with Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill. Even though he's the reason I don't have us, and I'll be I'm being dead serious when I say this. He is Ryan Tannehill is the reason, and I hope I'm wrong that I didn't say making it to the Super Bowl. Okay, like I feel like Ryan Tannehill is the reason we don't make it to the Super Bowl. But this this legitimately just kind of fit, and this may sound corny, this may sound cheesy, but as a Titans fan, it honestly kind of feels like a last dance in a way. Like this is the one last push that the Titans made with this core group together with this DeAndre Hopkins edition as kind of a last dance with this core group in Derrick Henry. And I honestly think if we do not lead, which through the offseason with, you know, the Traylon Burks injury, the Kyle Phillips injury that just happened. Like, if we do not lead the NFL in injuries for the third straight season, I honestly think the Titans could sh- could shock a lot of people this year. The only thing that I disagree with everything you just said is I don't think this is the last run with this core group. You've got a lot of young players in this core group. I'm saying I'm saying with I'm saying with Derrick Henry which I think this is I genuinely do feel like this is Ryan Tannehill's last season in the Titans uniform. Yeah I agree. I do. So I'm afraid that after we let Ryan Tannehill go, knowing that Derrick Henry, I'm not even afraid at this point because we do have a lot of young stars, but 
when we let go of Ryan Tannehill, which Taji Smith, he looks fantastic. He does. Is what he looks. He's, he said, he said, I don't need yeah. an ACL. He an ACL? looks fantastic, dude. So, like, we are looking, the Titans are looking forward to the future as well. But I know getting rid of Ryan Tannehill at the end of this season and knowing that we're getting to the end of that prime Derrick Henry, because I still do believe that this may be the last year Derrick Henry's in his prom, but that man is still in his prom right now, even if he's yep. coming to the end of it. So this just kind of has like a, like a we're throwing all the chips on the table. We're giving this last season all we've got to try to yeah, try to make a run. I could see all that, man. And Mike Vra- and Mike Vrabel, he's getting more recognition now, but that man yeah. is a ge- I've got him as top 3 coaches in the NFL. Right now. A top 3 coach yeah, in the NFL. I completely agree with that. Like he is so underappreciated. It is almost criminal. I don't know if he's underappreciated anymore, man. He he used to be, but yeah. now he's starting to get the Every, recognition. Everybody seems to recognize him. Yeah, he's legit, bro. Yeah, he, he is. is. Every team would love to have Mike Vrabel mm-hmm. as their coach, for sure. I agree with that. But sure. yeah, I've got Titans, Titans top 3 making it to the AFC championship but that exactly has to happen for that to be bold yeah because just saying top yeah. three seed is not bold enough. no afc championship okay Except that. if we don't lead which i know i can't really go back on this now i've already made the prediction obviously if we lead the nfl in injuries for the third straight year it's not gonna happen but as long as we stay healthy i 1000 percent could see that happening that'll be ryan Tannehill's fault if they do though so. it will be it will. <laughs> because he's throwing receivers in the back the question I was going to ask you was who was going to be the quarterback to do that for him, but you kind of answered that question. It'll be Tannehill. Oh, yeah. um, now, Malik Willis and Will Levis, neither one were either were anywhere close to being able to do that. I knew that, yeah. but I just know that he hates Ryan Tannehill so much that I was wondering if he thought one that, of those it's guys. It's not even that I hate Ryan Tannehill. It's just yeah. like, I'm so like, you do I'll just say it. I'm so butthurt as a Titans fan because like, that the 2019 season, I'm pretty sure statistically there may have only been one other quarterback, but that entire run that we did make to the NFC Championship on 2019, that was on Derrick Henry's shoulders. Oh, yeah. Because that I'm pretty sure there may be one other quarterback that has not thrown for 100 yards in any of those playoff games and made it to the NFC to the AFC now, Championship. That season. year, that year, I do have to say that even though he didn't throw for a whole lot of yards. The 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 moments that they had like a third and long, and throughout that season and the playoffs that they really needed. A oh, big that play. play that he took the top off against the Ravens, dude. Yeah. That was massive. There were a lot of third yeah. down plays that yeah. he made, particularly to AJ mm-hmm. Brown. Yeah, like though, like he made plays when they needed them to be made, mm-hmm. and uh, and he needs credit for that for yep. sure. Now the game against the Bengals. That and rough. that's what I was gonna that say. Was, him rough. throwing the him throwing the game ending interception against the Ravens was, the next season, having the first year and then the three interception game, and I mean I just can't like it's. I'm not faulting him for last year, obviously because the injury bug just yeah, got the whole team. Cool. But like, oh my gosh, dude, that Bengals game just hurt so bad because I genuinely felt like all the pieces were coming in. Were, all the pieces were just on the table. Like, Derrick Henry coming back. Yeah. Even in that game, we had a Julio sighting. Like, Julio even <laughs> played great in that game. I forgot about it's that. It's like all of the pieces came together oh. for us to... Oh, and it just... Oh, that that was heartbreaking. That game was painful to watch. Yeah, that may be... Honestly, that may, 
that is the most painful moment I've endured as a sports fan. Worse than the kick six. Where that that is the most painful moment I've endured as a sports fan. That's crazy, dude. One hundred percent. Um, man, wrap us up with your bold prediction. What you got? Mine is the. Is it your most bold one or no? No, I think my first one was probably okay. the most bold. Got it. But um, well, I don't know. Everyone kind of seemed to agree with it. So this That's one great. might be the most bold. I think the Steelers finish with the number one seed. Whoa. In the AFC. In the AFC. Wow. I think the Steelers finish. <laughs> That's with your them. most bold. Yeah. That's wild. Wow. Here's oh, my yeah. reason why. Is because George I, I George think, I Pickens, think that's more bold than the than the Saints thing for sure. Okay, one hundred percent. Because they're in a tougher division. I mean, George Pickens, I think, takes another leap forward this year. He's gonna get more playing time. And I think he's just going to make another leap. Okay. They still have um, – my mind is blanking. Who's the other receiver? Deontay Johnson. Yes. Uh, okay. They still have Deontay Johnson. I think Kenny Pickett goes from the rookie like rookie QB to makes a big leap his sophomore year. Okay. They still have Najee Harris. Um, the new rookie they got is also really good too. Um. Everything that's been coming out about him has been great. I can't remember his name right now. Um, but what position are you talking about? Running back behind uh, Najee. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Warren. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then their defense is still absolutely studded. Okay. So I believe enough in their offense that their offense can win enough games. And then, well, their defense can keep them in enough games that their offense is good enough to finish the deal okay so all right i mean i don't really agree with any of that but i mean it makes sense can it we just right. while we're so, on the topic of the steelers really quick can we just take a second and like throw because i saw this do you realize that mike tomlin is going into his 17th season in 17 seasons the man has never had a losing season that's another reason like wild, man. that he is he's, like, he's if you 17 years yeah. he yeah, has never had a losing season it's yeah i mean it's it's it is ridiculous. Yeah, for sure. That is just insane. He's top so, notch, man. That's just another reason. Like Mike Tomlin is a great coach as well. Yeah. And he believed in Kenny Pickett. They drafted him, and Kenny Pickett was supposed to be like the fourth ranked quarterback in that class. Right. And the Steelers took him in the first round, and all the other cur- first quarterback off the board. Yeah. Yeah. And all the other guys went like the third round. So they believed in him enough. Obviously, he was from Pitt, so they got to see him practice in that stadium. Like they know that they believed in him enough to take him with their first overall pick. He showed enough flashes for me last year to believe in him, and I actually hated that selection. Whenever they made it, I thought it was horrible. I was like, "Why are you taking this dude? Like he's like the fifth ranked quarterback to go. Like why are you so high on this guy? You're just taking an in school kid because." Right. The fans will like it. And uh, then he showed enough flashes for me last year that I was like, all right, I was wrong about him. I think he's actually a legit quarterback. And okay. with Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, those two weapons in the backfield, that studded defense, like I I know it's a bold prediction, but that's that's why we're throwing it out there. So okay. I think they finished oh, number one. Gabe, that, uh, when Kenny Pickett was playing for Pitt, Oh, that Tennessee game that you all played at Pitt. Did you all you all hurt Kenny Pickett that game, right? Is that right? Uh, no, that was the the ones past year. No, no, he wasn't. He I'm talking about two years ago. Um, I don't think Whenever so. Whenever you were playing at Pitt, 
No, we played. It was in Knoxville a couple of years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, never mind that. I, I right. don't think we did. I think he's I'm thinking of something different. Then. They didn't. No, la- I swear last it was, year was the year they had Jordan Addison. That was two years ago. Last year we heard their starting quarterback. Oh, it was last year you heard the quarterback. Yeah, okay. and then right. yeah, and then the backup came in and played just as well as. Okay. Last All right. Well, then I'm I'm mis misremembering that. I I remember I. I had told you about Kenny Pickett a couple of years ago after I watched him play, and I was like, this dude okay. is legit. Got it. Okay. Um, well, does yeah. anybody else have any extra bull predictions you just want to have an honorable mention for? Anybody else? I've got a couple. Uh, the Vikings. I, th- I think the we, Vikings we think could do. shock a lot of people. I could see, I could see them... It may just be because I'm a massive fan of Kirk Cousins. Like everybody Kirk craps Cousins. on Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins bro. Was down there, bro. I just met your high on Kirk Cousins. I just, bro. I like Kirk Where's Cousins. I can't help it. I like Kirk Cousins. I, I like think, Kirk it, I think it's because, like, not, not him. Like, do you guys have those players that, like, it's not what they do, like, on the court? Yeah, like, just a great, for, it's cool just great. Yeah, like, especially watching the quarterback, yeah, he's bro. Cool dude. Oh my gosh! I, so I want to yeah. pull for the Vikings. So hard. Yeah, Kirk Cousins is super cool. Mm-hmm. He's just not a great quarterback. My <laughs> my only argument against that is I actually like Kirk Cousins. I'm pretty high on Kirk Cousins, and I'm that offense is going to be good. Alexander Madison is a good enough running back to fill in for Dalvin Cook. Obviously, he's not Dalvin Cook, or else he would have been so- starting over. But um, my biggest thing with that is just their defense is so bad. They did lose Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen's with the Panthers. And well, they, uh, they upgraded that. Yeah. They, yeah, they got I'm, Jordan Addison. They're fine. I think that division is going to be strangleholded by the Lions, and then it's going to be everyone else is bad. Whoa. That's what I think for that you division. You think the Packers are going to be bad too? Man. I, I'm, I was buying into the Jordan Love hype, and then – some of the stuff that I've seen recently, like I think the dude still has a ton of potential, as weird as that sounds, having been in the league three years already. But I just, I still don't think he's ready to take that leap. Like, I think he is. I think it could be next season he could take that leap. But so, so okay, so whenever I'm saying I think Jordan Love could take the leap, I, I think I'm saying I think Jordan Love can win at least eight games this year. You you don't think that he's going to win at least eight games? I don't think the Packers win eight games this season because the Packers won eight games last season with Aaron Rodgers. They, they're and better without Aaron Rodgers. Their team, their team your... got better, but there's no way that you can tell me that Jordan Love is better than Aaron Rodgers right now. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to get back on the Aaron Rodgers. Like I'm genuinely wanting to hear you out on this. Like what is your what's your thought process behind that? With him being better with Jordan Love, besides Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers was... So, Aaron Rodgers, he wants to feel like he is in control of everything at all times. 100%. Including including the players around him. He wants control of who his receivers are. He wants the ones that he likes. So, they drafted Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs last year, who are both great talents. Christian Watson was hurt a lot of the year. But Aaron Rodgers was not a huge fan. Over the course of the year, he started to realize they were actually kind of good. But he still, like, they weren't his guys. Like, it wasn't his control. And also, Aaron Rodgers' play calling, it clashes with Matt LaFleur's play calling. Their their ideas clash together. They don't mesh well together. 
Jordan Love is going to mesh way better with Matt LaFleur. And I think Matt LaFleur is a great play caller. I think he's fantastic. Jordan Love doesn't have, and I'm, I'm not saying this bad also, but Jordan Love doesn't have the mystique enough to challenge Matt that, LaFleur in a way yes, that Aaron yeah, Rodgers But did. I think that's going to be a good thing. Also, yeah. also his, Jordan Love's contract has made it to where we get a lot better players around him this year than we had with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers' contract was really hamstringing the Packers, and now we don't have that problem. But they really haven't done anything with that yet. They haven't done anything as far as adding new people, but it allowed them to keep people they already had that were getting better. How do you Fair feel enough. about him taking the pay cut for the Jets but didn't move with the Packers? It was predictable. You um, think you think that was yeah, predictable? Because Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets right now, he is there to win. For the He's next, ring chasing. For the next two years... He is going all in to win a Super Bowl either this year or next year. Yeah. He, he's going all. He's going to do everything he possibly can. If he has to get literally zero dollars next year, he'll do it. He'll he'll play for free. I don't know about that. He, but <laughs> it's not. It's literally not legal. They can't do that because there's a veteran minimum. But he would take the veteran minimum. I, I swear to God, if he thought that it would make the difference, he would do it. I don't, I don't think he would that, take that He would. He, he, he cares he, too much about his self-esteem to take the veteran minimum. No, he, but but the thing is, that Super Bowl is going to boost his self Maybe if you asked him when he was on a dark he's, he's got too he much would. money. Like, this, 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 the, the money <laughs> he's making each year is not making a difference anymore. And he's going to make so much, even after he retires, he's going to make ton of, tons of money as like a commentator anyway. We say that. All the time about like quarterbacks make enough money that like they don't care anymore. They're just gonna go win a Super Bowl. But then we see it every single Tom time. Brady. Tom Brady. What well, gives up the money? Tom some. Brady. He also always, had a supermodel as a wife. So and funny, yeah. like he money did that sense. every <laughs> single season. Too. Aaron Rodgers like, has already made more money in his career than Tom Brady made in his entire career. Yeah. So I'm, it's fine. He's fine. Just. Just get take. I'm not saying he's going to, but I'm saying I, he could. He yeah. anyway. I'm saying that's the reason why he took a pay cut. He's he's he is going to I win a Super. Bowl Understand what you're saying. Like he is fine. He does not need any money. But I'm saying like quarterbacks now that are as star studded as Aaron Rodgers, the only one that has willingly said that they will take a pay cut to um win a Super Bowl and is like actually in their prime is Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and. He's I don't Aaron think, Brady. but I, mean, I think Aaron Rodgers is so late in his career. He's ring chase. He's it's it's more likely for him. To that do was that. a team friendly deal too, though. Like I realized it was five. Yeah, that was yeah. a team friendly. It was a contract. great deal. Yeah, Patrick it Mahomes, was a great deal for both. Yeah. of them. Patrick Mahomes is smart, dude. He yeah. realizes he's like I'm going to get the highest contract possible right now, like the highest contract in NFL history at, mm -hmm. at that time it was. Yeah. He's like, but I'm not going to blow it mm -hmm. out of the water. I think it was second. No, I think it was after time, the Deshaun one. No, it was before the Deshaun No, yeah. Oh, yeah, he got that contract. Yeah, it was like two years before. Anyway, so it, it was the biggest in the history of the NFL, but it, it didn't, he did not push it near as far as he could have. Yeah, and he, he realized that, like, I need to make this reasonable for my team so I can get players around me, so I can win even more Super Bowls. Yes. So, so yes, Tom Brady did that his whole career. Patrick Mahomes is smart enough to realize I need to do that too if yep. I want to be anywhere in the same stratosphere as Tom Brady. And whenever I'm done with all this, like I've got to win a lot more Super Bowls. Yeah. So, so I, I I think it was a smart move on his part. But Aaron Rodgers, yes, he's just he's he's trying to win a Super Bowl. That's why That's he, he's taking a pay cut. And he realizes that like if he does win a Super Bowl. Especially in a city like New York, like he's going to make so much money off of endorsements, it would it it would just blow out, blow yeah. out the like contract out of the water. So, yeah. Do you have any 
like last throw in there. Uh, no, he does surprise thing. <laughs> he said he just came up with a third one just a little bit ago. So. Gotcha. <laughs> I, I I'm do... just tired of the Aaron Rodgers conversation. <laughs> yes, I'm, right. I'm done with it too. I, I do have two more. I've got two more. I, we don't have to talk about these long. I just want to throw them out there. Daniel Jones finishes as a top three in MVP voting. Daniel Jones. That top is three. Top three. I don't know about top three. That's that's I, right. With his, well, I with, can see him making a big who's jump. Who's he though. throwing the ball to? With his many Darren good Wall. quarterbacks. Jalen Hyatt. Oh, oh my goodness. Jalen Hyatt may catch like three bomb touchdowns this year. Yeah. He could do that. That's Gabe's number one. But, that's Gabe's but the first thing round is, though, pick. Coming season. into the season, though, he actually has receivers that are healthy. Unlike last year, he literally didn't have anybody healthy. So this year, he actually got some healthy dudes. And Darren Waller is going to be legit for them. Yeah. I like the Giants. I like the improvements that they made. But that is definitely up there on the bold prediction. Brian Dayball right is that dude. Brian Dayball. I'm, I'm saying this because I believe in Brian Dayball above all else. I believe in Brian Dayball more than I believe in Daniel Jones. My, Brian Dayball is amazing. I my only thing with him. that is really loved him when he was with Alabama. I, I didn't even know he was with Alabama. Yeah, he was our offensive coordinator for wow. a while. Okay. Yeah. So my only thing with that is they could just completely screw Saquon over as well. But like Saquon specifically said that he is not playing on the franchise tag. Then they basically gave him the franchise tag and he accepted it. Who cares? So. I'm expecting Saquon to have a huge year. Yeah. So if Saquon has a huge year, it's going to kind of – it'll help Daniel Jones, obviously, but it'll eat into some of his stats. That's true. That's I just true. can't get on this Saquon train because of how, how much he's injured. Like, I just can't, dude. I don't think any like, of us are trying to build a Saquon train right now. No, I, he, I know. Really, so, I can't, like, I just can't do it. It's hard. I actually looked into this last season whenever there was a ton of concerns about Christian McCaffrey being hurt and Saquon being hurt and it was like all of these running backs that end up getting hurt and they just stay hurt over and over and over again it was like a lot of them have soft tissue injuries which is way harder to recover from Mm -hmm. and whenever I looked at that video it was saying that Christian McCaffrey's and Saquon's injuries that they have had up to this point, none of them have really been soft tissue. They've just been freak accidents. So that's why I've been okay with having Saquon and Christian McCaffrey as high as I do because a freak accident is a freak accident that could happen to anyone. Unfortunately, they've had more of those than other people, but it's not been soft tissue related. Why do you think so many receivers come down with hamstring, with hamstring injuries in this season, dude? I mean, yeah. But th- that one freak accident that Saquon got a couple years ago, just that rolled, stepped on that the rolled ankle. ankle. Yeah, that was the most brutal rolled ankle I've ever seen. Well, it, it like touched the sa- it like yeah. touched the ground. That, that was, was so sad because I had drafted him that year, and then like he had just come back from an injury, and then like that first game he steps on a dude's ankle and is basically out the rest of the season. He might as well have yeah. been. So that's rough. Yeah. All right. Last last ball prediction I'm gonna throw out there. I got one too. Oh, okay. He did have another one. What we got? Sam Darnold is going to lead the 49ers to a playoff victory. You know, I don't think it's crazy. I don't think it's crazy, dude. Like, all it takes is a Brock Purdy injury the week 17, week 18, and Sam Darnold's probably going to play. Hey, Sam Darnold's you have to be great. Sam Darnold's good. He's good. I, Everything I, coming out about Sam Darnold right now is he's the best, he's the most talented quarterback that the 49ers have had since Joe Montana. That's literally what they're saying in training camp about I, him right now. I don't think it's now, crazy. 
Brock Purdy is going to be the starter just because he's like more yeah. consistent and fits that scheme way better. But Sam Darnold, like they are very much high on the Sam Darnold train, and Trey Lance is third on got, that. I've got one. Depth chart. Okay, well I want to talk about this a little yeah. bit longer. Yeah. If any of Gabe's bowl predictions happen at all, this this crazy, dude. Yes, you're bold. I'm giving you bold, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could see that happening way more than Russ being yeah. lost. That is way more that, likely than Russell. So sure. That one's that one's probably that one's definitely out there. That one is just the Broncos bias coming out. Holy yes. cow! All right, Tanner, let's hear it. What is it? Stetson Bennett will take over the starting oh job for the Rams be before the end of the season. Dude, bro. If, if I can watch you the end play, you're just saying you're just saying at any point this season he's he will take, take over the, start. the starting job. At okay, some point. I. I could see that. Are yeah. you saying I that? Know if that's that moment. Bro, Stetson. I'm telling you, Stetson Bennett's gonna shock a lot of Do people. Do any of you will have? Stetson I'm Bennett very high. I'm very high on Stetson Bennett. Are you saying that? <laughs> I don't want. If, if Stetson Bennett was like the best quarterback in the NFL, I still wouldn't want him. Are you saying? <laughs> I'm just saying. Are you saying that as in like you think Matthew Stafford's gonna get hurt or? The Rams are just going to be so bad that they just end up playing him. Or are you one. saying that both. he plays so good that he takes the starting both. job? Both. I'm saying, well, both the first two. I don't see Matt Stafford making it through the full season healthy. One and two. I could see them being so bad that they want to see what they've got in Stetson. Bay. Okay, so here, here's what I think the most, most likely scenario is for this to happen. So let's say it's like week six or seven. Matthew Stafford gets an injury, and Stetson Bennett, Stetson Bennett comes in the second half, performs well. Matthew Stafford is hurt enough. Let's say it's a concussion. He can't play the next. He can't play the next week. Stetson Bennett plays that next week. Has like 350 passing yards. Cooper Cup has three receiving touchdowns. Dude, and Stetson Bennett just balls out. Dude, and the Rams are like, sorry, sorry, Matthew Stafford. We're not going to give you this job back right now. It's gonna. It, it it could be like I'm not saying it's gonna be Tom Brady, but it could be a Tom Brady Drew Bledsoe like scenario right in that situation. It would not shut. I'm I'm not playing, bro. I'm so high on Stetson Bennett. By the end of the season, he will be the starting quarterback. Dude, I believe you. I this believe you. this guy's story. I mean, this the, everyone knows. Like, oh, the mailman came in. It was I can't remember if he was. I don't think he was a walk on. Was he? He was. He was originally a walk on. Ends up starting at Georgia. Well, wins two so national you're championships. A lot of here. I, but I'm just summing it up. Okay. I'm just. Summing, I'm not trying to give the whole thing. Like, gets drafted uh, by the Rams. And then he's backing up Matthew Stafford, who is a former Georgia quarterback, mm-hmm. as a former Georgia quarterback. And then he's going to take, well, as what you're predicting, take Matthew Stafford's. I don't know, dude. It's just like which it, his first think... preseason game was against Matt was against uh, Max Duggan as well. So it was basically, yeah, it was basically a rematch. It's like it's like a freaking Hallmark movie, dude, bro. He just falls out. Minus like it being Christmas, obviously, but. <laughs> All right, guys, Rams win the Super Bowl, Stetson Bennett MVP. That's when he takes over the job. Dude, if that happens. Sure, they do play on Christmas Day this year. That would be insane. Stafford gets hurt Christmas Day. Not wishing that. Matthew Stafford, I love you. Wish you all the health, man. But Stafford gets hurt Christmas Day. Stetson Bennett takes over. Balls out. Or maybe the Rams are just out of playoff contention at that point, and that's when they decide to start Stetson Bennett. I think the Rams are going to be just mediocre this year. I think they're going to finish around 8 and 9, 9 and 8 record. So. Yeah. Either way, this guy's uh life and this guy's career is like 
a freaking movie. Yeah, it's wild, man. You have to respect what he done at Georgia. You I'm not going to respect anything I mean, that man did. <laughs> I, uh, speaking of Georgia, and I guess we can end on this. I've got one more bolt prediction to say. Okay. But yes. They was, do not play on Christmas Day. I was cutting this guy's hair. I was cutting this guy's hair who went to Georgia. And I was like, listen, man, be honest. Have you barked at anybody? And he went, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> he said, we only bark at kids on Saturdays. Alright, last bowl prediction. I think the only one that may really have a problem with this is Tanner. The Dolphins will finish last in the AFC East. Last place. The Tua hate, bro, drives yes. me crazy. Do you realize the weapons that that man has? If he stayed healthy, they the, if, if they stayed... If. That's hmm. a big if, bro. I, I, mean, I was saying last year. With how they looked oh, last year, bro. Mm, no, I can't. Yeah. Anyway, Dolphins finished last place. You heard it here. All right. I mean, what is last place in that division, though? A winning record? Like... So you're honestly the, Patri the Patriots. Are you're not telling me the good. Patriots are going to have a better record yes. than the Dolphins. Yes. Bet money on that right now. <laughs> Bet a Chili's dinner on that. I will. Right now. You want, you want, right now. You want, you Chili's want dinner. Dolphins versus yes. Patriots. We yes. Can. The Dolphins will finish higher than the Patriots. <laughs> right. Yes. You heard it here. We're going to Chili's. Losers paying. Yes. Bro, you already owe me like five yeah, Chili's he, dinners. He owes, me, he owes me two other Chili's dinners already. I'm not going to bring up what he owes me. Yeah, he owes Ben a lot of money. <laughs> Tom Brady is coming back, bro. Tom Brady's not coming Tom, back. if you by hey, some chance hey, listen to this. You're, you're speaking too loud. You're making a clip over here. Sorry. Bro. Chill out. Tom, if you somehow listen to this, I need you to come back and win another Super Bowl so I don't owe this man $100, okay? <laughs> this 200 dude. Okay, 200 It was 100 before, and then you doubled down. <laughs> I did, yes. <laughs> Wait, backstory for you guys really quick. So after the Bucks won the Super Bowl, I bet Ben that they would go back to back. And what was the original that we had? Well, then it was that was the original bet. It was a hundred bucks. What did you double it for because it didn't win. Yeah, and you so they like, didn't win. And then you, you were like, you were like, all right, again. You were like, and then they didn't win again. Well, then, he retired the year. That's no, he right didn't. after he came back. Yeah, then he came oh, back. Oh yeah, that's right. That's and, right. My thing was... Gosh, have we had that going for that long? Yeah. Holy cow. Cow. So, your thing was, you said he had to win it that season, too. I even gave you the rest of his career. Unfortunately for you, that yeah, wasn't that's his why last I season. it, because but, you said the rest of his career. Yeah, that's I knew why that I was the rest of his career, though. Right. I knew he had one more so, season. Tom, so. I need you to come back one more year, dude. And help me win this bet. I'm betting on you. The gist of this story is Tanner, because of his Tom Brady fandom, thinks it's way easier to win a Super Bowl than it actually is. It is Tom way Brady, harder. Tom Brady to has spooled a lot of sports fans. Yes, that's true. He has spooled a lot of so sports It's so hard fans. to win a Super Bowl. Tanner doesn't realize that, apparently. <laughs> He'll just keep giving you $100 for free, apparently. Another sports bet that I made one year was um, me and my friend made a bet that Whenever Duke had um, this is way off topic. Man. Zion, um, CJ, uh, not CJ Stroud. Wow. Um, RJ Barrett. RJ Barrett and the Cam Reddish. There we go. Yeah. Whenever they had all those three guys, one of my friends in high school bet me. He was like, "Dude, Duke's gonna win the national championship." I was like, "They might be the best team, but winning a national championship is way more hard than you, harder than you think it is." And he was like. Dude, they're going to win it. I don't even care. And I was like, all right, put 20 bucks on it. He put 20 bucks on it, and, of course, they lost to Purdue. 
So everyone knows that now. You know, Ben, you almost made it the entire podcast just talking about football. You were so close. (laughs) You were so close, but you just couldn't quite help yourself. We got into betting, and it kind of just went in that. All right. Well, anyway, we're going to wrap it up there. Later this week, we plan on uh, doing a podcast previewing the college football season because we are less than one week away, gentlemen, from college football. Real football games that actually matter on your TVs this weekend. All right? So we'll be previewing that. I don't know if we'll do bold predictions. We'll probably do like maybe like a betting episode. We may try to get all our DraftKings accounts set up where we're actually trying to start keeping track of our betting stuff. Uh, but we're, we'll preview the college football season, kind of have a, a look at what's what's to come and kind of what we think is going to happen. Uh, but anyway, uh, we look forward to that. And until then, we'll see you guys later.